Imagine building an organization that provides not just for you and your family, but for the families of hundreds more. A brand recognized as a leader in your field. Why is it that some leaders are able to inspire a team and have a profound impact on our world, while others attempt to beat their teams into submission through micromanagement and managers who, regardless of title, are not leaders, costing their business to lose great talents and resources through attrition and toxic culture, ultimately running a great brand right into the ground? There is something else at play here, and we want to know why. It's your brand. Protect it. Welcome to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, alongside co-host David Morrow. We explore great leaders, great brands, and the reasons why they succeed. We also take a look at stories of toxic cultures and the fall of some iconic brands. We'll play brand trivia and interview some of the leading entrepreneurs in today's business world. Before we get started, let's explain why two ridiculous grown men started this podcast in the first place. David and I want to let everyone understand why we do what we do. Think about what a brand actually is. It's what others say about you and your organization after you leave the room. And we want to protect that reputation. Data breaches literally destroy brands that have been around for generations. We've seen it with our own eyes. When trust is broken, brands are severely damaged and often irreparably. If you take pride and joy in your brand, which you should, because it's everything that matters, then take the necessary steps to protect it from cyber threats. A data breach is a breach of trust. So come talk to us at All Covered. We have a national footprint with local offices to help keep your brand in business. It's your brand. Protect it. All right. That, that way you come off really polished and clean, too. Sure. <laughs> All right. So welcome, everybody, to Brandology Podcast. I'm your host, David Morrow. In the studio today is the phantasmic co-host, Mark Mosher. Mark, how I are you? I love that. How are you We're, doing um, today? We are spinning positivity today, David. We are that is excellent. Yep, that is yep. excellent. We COVID, are, we is, are, COVID is still a thing. It's I, I don't our, even know about that. No. Nope. Yeah, COVID's still know. a thing. It struck our office. We have yeah. uh, some some people that have been exposed lately, so we are all hunkering down and quarantining and stuff like that. But it's all good. Um, we're excited. I'm excited today. In the studio is Elise Michaels. Elise, welcome. Thank you. So glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to be here too. So let's get right in it. Um, Tell, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, the listeners, kind of who you are, what all you do right now. All right. Hello, random people of the internet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice to e-meet you. My name is Elise. Um, I work in men's mental health as a coach. I help people heal their relationships, generational trauma, and really work on the beliefs, the um, things in your life that you don't realize affected you as a child that have kind of bled into the now. So things can get, be going really well up until they're not and you keep going into a cycle. It happens a lot in relationships um, mm -hmm. where, you know, we date the same people. It's never the same people you're dating. It's just the same patterns that you are putting on to other people. So they I all tend to be the same things. though, don't they? Wow. They that's, all tend to be. They all they're tend the to be same like... because you're subconsciously yes. seeking the same person to that's get right. that thing No, nobody's ever explained that to me. I always it's wondered. It's so true. 
It's so true. Wow. That's deep. We're going to have to really unpack that. This a therapy session between us three now. I was going to say. I was going <laughs> to say. Two birds with one wow, stone. We're I'm going to roll up my sleeves. Oh, yeah. We were like, oh, already. man, that is, those are very similar <laughs> traits right there. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. That's excellent. So l- let me ask you. You're located in Florida, is it? Yeah. My okay. Lovely Florida. We love it there. Um, can I ask what? How did you get started in this? Like, what? What? What drove you to? Was it a focus on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, in your life, was there a person, a book you read, an event that happened, a class you took, you, something happened in your childhood? Like, what inspired you to focus on that? Right. So it's like a culmination of things. When I was younger. I'm one of those people who everyone just kind of gravitated towards to tell their problems. Yeah. And I used to call myself the secret keeper because it was like yes. everybody had these secrets. I call myself the vault. Oh, there like you everybody go. Everybody tells See? me a bunch of stuff and I'm like, I promise I won't tell anybody. But <laughs> I'm, I'm why you're very I have confused. to know this? Like, right? Because then you're in social <laughs> situations and you're like, I, I can't say anything, but man, I know what's going to happen next. Right? <laughs> right, right. So, um, and then I would just automatically know what to tell them even if I didn't know who they were and it would like solve their problem. That sounds really hippy dippy but this is what happened. Um, So I just was living my life. I wanted to be an actress um, but I ended up just traveling the world and I did have a lot of trauma happen to me as a child and so once I finally had this terrible breakup I finally like caved and got therapy was the best thing I ever did. Um, but being the curious person I am, I dove into my own neuroscience classes, trauma therapy mm-hmm. classes, and discovered, yeah. holy shit, I can actually heal this by knowing the science of how the brain works. Like, so I'm That's certified exactly in right. yeah, relationship yep. science, neuroscience, REBT, CBT, all of them. Um, and what it is, what it comes down to is mindset and reprogramming certain things, you know, in your mindset. And, and you can heal that stuff. And once I found that out, I was like, holy shit. And then I just combined, you know, my experience with that natural ability. And and I found that men had no one to really talk to about stuff. So those yeah. were the people who gravitated towards Absolutely. Me. Well, and there's just a, there's a social norm with men, right? Especially right. traditional. I come from a traditional Italian male family and it was like... I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> you look kind of like you. a mafia. Yeah, yeah like right? I'm, a, I'm a little Irish guy. No. You've got black and white photos behind you right now. I know. Like that. We just got off the boat in Sicily. Um, <laughs> except that's Paris. Um, so, but but no, I mean, it's something you, you're not supposed to talk about, right? It's, it's something that, and it's not something in my family, we always talked about it. We were always pretty open, actually. Um, I mean, I guess there's there's two types. There's the reserve type and there's the open type. And my family was very open, which was good. It was healthy. But here's 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 the thing. What are your thoughts? Do you have a belief like, can it always, there's so many different diagnoses. But generally, if you're talking about general anxiety disorder or clinical depression, can those things be resolved through uh, therapy or do they also need medication off, often? Like, oh, what, what is your experience, Sean? Um, I can't be one to say because we can't like do medical diagnoses. No, of course not. Right. I was just curious. Right. I was just like, what are you seeing? Like, Like some people, you know, some people, it seems like they can reprogram their behavior and well, yeah, yeah. they can be given specific responses when things are triggered. And they can really, it's like they're given a, a, a toolkit and they can execute on it without being on medication at all. And then other people, I think there's just like a, 
like a chemical thing that that needs to be leveled off. And then once that's leveled off, then they can use those tools and execute on that. Right. And so I have to make it clear that it's always a chemical thing, whether you ah. have the toolkit or not, because your your body is literally signals, you know, it's programs. Ah, um, so some people are just deeper into the program than others and their chemical imbalance is so far off that yes, they do and should use the help of, you know, medications at certain points. I don't think it has to be an end all be all. I think okay. at a certain point we inject the belief into them that they can get better, they can start producing those hormones once again for themselves. And I think our society right now is really starting to open up to mental health, but mm -hmm. I think it also puts a lot of labels on things and makes people box themselves in like, I have a mental health issue, this is who I right. am, and it prevents them from being who they can be. The point isn't to have a label and to keep it, the point is to be diagnosed and to get better. Right? Yep, that's but exactly we, right. We don't have that mindset. So I think it's really important to still keep the growth mindset, even if you have that. And it's not bad to have that. It's just use it as you need it and, you know, keep moving forward. And if you do need it for longer term, that's also okay. Can you help so, me understand kind of the, the phrase of um, subconscious trauma? So is that something that's happened or that someone's not aware of? Or how, how, what is that? I don't, I don't fully understand that. Right. So I'm glad you asked that, too, because a lot of people might get confused and um, think of it as, you know, like an event that happened that they're repressing. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the cumulative events that happen that you're not aware have an effect on you. Right. Okay. Because you're a child. You grew up with it. It was normal. Like I had a lot of emotional neglect as a child, but I didn't know when I was a kid it was emotional neglect. Right. Because that was what was normal. I just thought parents didn't go to functions and things like right. that. You know, yeah. I just thought it was normal. And so I was a happy kid. I grew up and then it was as an adult, I realized I shut down during fights. I, you know, I expect people not to show up. That stuff's not normal, right? So that was a subconscious trauma yeah. I realized until I dove into it. And a lot of people listening have subconscious trauma. It may affect you on a larger scale. It may not, but I think it's always worth it to you know, take a step back and see like, you know, what points in my life am I running from? That's yeah, really good. That's exactly right. Now I'm sitting here questioning my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> if well, let's not open up that, let's not wanna... open up that box of worms. No, we, we, we may do a, a one-off here at least. Series. That's a whole <laughs> series. Do a one -on -one. Right so yeah. when you say you focus on men's mental health, what, you know, what, what does that mean? And why is that? So men's mental health, because as I said in the beginning, when I was posting content, I was actually, my niche target that I was kind of trying to go for was women, uh, but I got no women and only men who came to me. And, you know, I just realized it's such an underrepresented niche that right. women have their girlfriends to go to. It's, it's more tolerable for women to cry and we're told we're soft, you know, so we're very in tune with our emotions. Yeah, for obviously men, haven't met Mark and I. Who cry right, at, right. we cry at uh, like a good commercial and we are Hallmark movies. The name they've yeah. already started. Like, I, can't believe, right. I can't believe they brought the roses after that. That's <laughs> right. See, because you, you guys have that good support system around you and you feel comfortable about it. But a lot yeah. of a lot of men have been raised around the societal, you know, norm of don't cry, you have to be strong, take care of the family, don't ask right. for help. Um, and it gets to the point where, you know, 
they crack. Suicides are men. Yeah, exactly. They crack. You know, and yeah. and uh, as we talked about earlier about just you know making the world a better place, it starts with each of us as individuals. And、mm-hmm. there's a wide feminist movement about women's rights, but you can't be a woman supporting. Women, if you're not also supporting men, because it needs to be balanced. So,、mm-hmm. the more we help support men on the mental health issue, the more they're going to feel supported in supporting us. So, I think it's just a good balance that way, you know. That's great. That's great. Now,、um, you had said that you wanted to be、uh, an actress originally. We have a lot of people that have done very, very well in life.、Um, we have like the the 2020. Chief Marketing Officer, CMO of the Year nationally in North America, who had wanted to be an actress.、She、yeah, that's right. Was yeah, that's a stand-up.、Right. We've had several people like that. Yeah, we've had several people that all started in community theater, acting, went out to Los Angeles, Las Vegas, etc., and then said, "Okay, I'm going to turn to marketing, or I'm going to turn to this," and did like exponential, like meteoric rises in their career. So, tell us about your story. Like what? Oh, that's funny. So tell us why you're here now. <laughs> well, because you're all over social media and your content is good, and you talk about meaningful things. It's there's substance behind it, right? So how did you, you know? You like, how did you like? How you deliver it is very good. How did you hone that craft, and and how does the desire to be an actress fall within that? Well, so I grew up in Wisconsin, and I also moved to Hollywood, California. Okay. I lied a little bit. I wanted to be a singer slash actress because I was、okay. very good at acting, but I hated it.、Um, yeah, <laughs> really. And so I just, I just really didn't try.、Um, yeah. And I just realized one day I was like looking around me at like an audition thing, and I was like, dude, I just can't be part of this cattle call anymore. Right. Like, I'm gonna get famous and have my own show, and I'm gonna do it my way. And so, since I had that thought of like, dude, I can't waste my life anymore. I like went started traveling the world. I actually ended up getting a tech job、um, that ended、Fantastic. up helping me. Yeah, it paid off all my debt. It helped me. It was remote, so I traveled all around the world.、Um, and at the end of last year, I got this feeling like, okay, now I need to do something else. And that's when I started this this job. And it's just kind of like you know, I think、that's、great. I think when you're in the arts, you are more in tune with your emotions and absolutely following that intuition. Absolutely. So it's like. Via LinkedIn, I still I have like my own show now, you know, because I always post video. Oh content. yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, that's still well, the goal. That's fantastic. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Do you think you're not on TikTok? Are you? What is it with you and TikTok? Okay, good. Thirteen-year-old girl. Nobody does TikTok. No, I kind of think people do do TikTok. People do TikTok, buddy. Oh, oh yeah. It's so massive. If you see some of the commercials on TV, a lot of them now are even. Focused on things that are they're they're getting from TikTok now. I don't know. I watch Cartoon Network religiously. Yes, I don't do. see any commercials. So TikTok, yeah, that's so true. I don't know what you're talking、true. about. Let well, me I'm glad you you're not because your stuff seems to be more serious than that. Has、yes. more meaning, so that's good.、Yeah. Hey everybody,、uh, Mark and I are really excited about the upcoming episode with Brian Scudamore, CEO and founder of One Eight Hundred Got Junk and many other brands. He is well known. He's been on Oprah. He's been in Forbes magazine. He's written Wall Street Journal articles. You know his brands. We can't wait for you to meet him and have access to all of his wisdom in terms of culture and branding. 
As always, thank you for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe and download all of our episodes so that you get noticed. And don't miss the upcoming episode with Brian Scudamore. Um, do you feel like the seems like there's always been like a stigma around uh, mental health and even the discussion of it or the, the even the recognition of it? But at least, I, I don't know if it's just my personal experience and David that we've had some guests that have come out and spoken about it. Do you see that stigma's kind of loosening or people are a little more free to talk about it? I mean, I think it, it definitely is just like LGBT rights and women's rights and everything is just kind of opening up and blossoming right now, especially as COVID hit. I think mental health's foot in the door really kicked it open, you know, because yeah. uh, we have to sit at home and isolate. And before, when people could go to coffee shops, they could go talk right. to their friends, they could visit their family. And you can hide it. You, you, right. You can hide well, it also, those things, having a support system, we don't realize how important it is to have a physical connection and support system with people. When that's taken away, our mental health, we really need to put a gauge on it because we can come become very isolated and depressed just being at home all the time. Yep. Um, but yeah, they can't go to the bar anymore if they're hiding it. So yeah. you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a real problem. Exactly right. You know, that, that brings up a really good point that, um, I mean, I know I went through a stretch when we were like in the real lockdown. I didn't leave for like 10 days. You right, know, you're I probably coming of, again. We were going crazy. And I was, I was we getting, I, you know, as, as a salesperson, I need like that human connection. Oh, yeah. I need to, to rub elbows with people and I need to laugh and vent and be loud and you know, and I, I got a little, you know, I could feel that something wasn't well, just They were right. marathon days, too. I mean, it was it was from yeah. 7.30 a.m. until 6.30 at night, nonstop Zooms. Yeah. I mean, it was one 10, after 11, another after another. We, I mean, we would just, it was exhausting, right? Well, yeah, and you know what? You just brought up a really good point. When you are in front of your computer and the blue light is coming at you, it can yep. cause adrenal fatigue. So yeah. you get exhausted all day, just even though you're just sitting there, watching the computer can adrenally fatigue you. So for to think about that becoming our norm is is insane. Because yeah. Well, um, that, yeah, that adrenal fatigue is kind of information overload, right? That's kind of that it's that cortisol almost causes cortisol to start dripping constantly, right? And it's that thing that is um well, it puts you in fight or flight mode. Right. That's so what, it's that's always cortisol, always right. on. Which we're not and, designed to because we're, right. that's designed for when the saber-toothed tiger comes into the village. That's what our bodies are regulated for. And a saber-toothed tiger is not just like walking around our right behind our screen all day long. And so that's, that's really kind a of, thing? The blue light causes oh, yeah. that? I mean, well, doesn't there's... that affect sleep, Elise? Like, doesn't that affect sleep sometimes? Yeah, I mean, it, it just affects so many things, you know? Um know. Because like the just the rays and the computer, like think about like when you're sitting in front of your computer, just like, oh my God, like I just need to look away. It's right. for a reason, you know? Yeah, so, right. but when you're having to be there and on top of like knowing, okay, crap, I can't leave my house, but you're not aware that the computer is doing this to you. Think about just having anxiety and not knowing why and how much that further right. heightens your anxiety. That's exactly right. Wow. Hey Mark, are you excited about this uh, 2021 Female Leadership Summit? Oh, David, this is going to be incredible. I can't wait. I am I am really pumped about it. The 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit is going to be your opportunity to access a wealth of leadership insight from a world-class faculty we've put together, ready to equip and inspire you regardless of your field or industry. Yeah, so each chosen leader will provide a short you know, five to ten minute presentation on culture, 
on leadership and practical ways to help you succeed. Um, there also be a panel discussion on hot topics. Uh, the belief email leadership matters is more important today than ever before. Absolutely. That's why the 2021 Brandology Female Leadership Summit will give you access to this unique group of world-class faculty who will share their distinct perspectives, inspiring and equipping you with practical skills you can use right away. So don't miss the 2021 Female Leadership Summit only on Brandology Podcast. So subscribe and download the episodes to be notified of this upcoming event. And as always, thank you for listening. Thank you. <laughs> no, he was the quintessential. Like It was uh, so cool. He was so smart. And he's like a published author. I think he was number one on New York um, bestseller list. So, But it was just to see it, you were like, is that a virtual background? <laughs> like, no, it was his little cottage that he lived in. It was really Yeah, cool. like out right. in the country, too. He was like yeah. an hour and a half from any major city in the U.K., yeah, it was I thought really you were going to cool. tell me a cow was walking behind him. <laughs> no, that would be I was great. Like, oh, right? wow. <laughs> yeah. He goes down to the local pub. So, okay, so I'm gonna, we're going to uh, uh, show you the intro to Brand Culture Trivia just to get you in the mood. Um, so, just so you see how serious this Excellent. really is. Oh, it's, uh, look. I'm ready. Do I win a couch or something? I'm telling you. <laughs> like, what do I win? Very, you win uh, credits to the e commerce site. Yeah, you okay. get credits to the e commerce site once it's back up. He's in the Welcome everyone to Brand Culture Trivia, where the points don't matter, but the brand does. In this segment, we play a trivia game against our guest. I'm your host, Mark Mosier, along with my co-host, David Morrow. David, tell us about the rules and the awesome prizes. Absolutely. The rules are as follows. You get to guess as fast as you can. You get as many answers as you want, and the first one to give the right answer wins a point. The first contestant to three points wins the game. What do you get if you win? Glad you asked. You get 14,684 Brandology bucks. What is that worth? Those are absolutely worthless. But we might send you a sticker for playing. So let's get started with brand culture trivia. David, why don't you spin the wheel of trivia and see what our first question is? All right, here I go. It is a heavy, heavy wheel. And that is why. That's why you don't drink wine out of a box and record yeah, it. That's really why grown men should not drink Ooh. box wine and make a podcast. <laughs> Wow, that was wonderful. Did you like you guys that? Write that yourselves, because it's like that was a lot of research. You, you're involved. There was. You were the first one to recognize that too. I appreciate that. What's that? What did you say? What did I miss? That, that was really, really well done. I oh, love how it was you. mixed in with your murder mystery audiobooks. Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> you like that? I'm a huge crime fan. I love, I love true crime. I absolutely love it. I just think it's so fascinating. So that's what I. It's my jam, man. Oh, my God. It was great. <laughs> so, yeah. So, what part of Florida are you in? Miami Beach. My Oh, my God. So, you're in Miami. I thought you were up north. So, you're in. Yeah. So, we have an office. Our company has an office down there. Oh, and, in Miami uh, Beach? Oh, yeah. We're, we're, we're a national company. And I, and I know the guys down in Miami quite well, actually. Um, a buddy that I trained with, actually, when I first started my company, um, is a pro, like a semi-pro boxer down there down in Miami. No way. He's a Set great him up. 
I go oh, to yeah. the gym all the time. Which which does he own a gym? Uh, I don't know if he owns one, but I can t- I can connect you guys on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. Because he's yeah, a really good. He's a great dude. He's a uh, uh, Mario, and he's just a phenomenal guy. And he's a former Marine and everything else. And his son is now a boxer. And wow, he's like a Golden Glove and everything. They're just great guys. So, okay, so we are going to do brand culture trivia. Are you ready? And I'm the reason I, I wanted to know where because. I just want to make sure the e-commerce site is designed to focus on you. So if okay. you're a Miami girl, then man, this there's going to be a lot of kayaks, convertible boats, maybe you should choose cigarette a different boats. <laughs> I don't yeah, know cigarette boats. I don't know what what. Yeah, I get kayaks. I guess I'm thinking of Appalachia, not Miami. But there's cigarette <laughs> boats. There's the Ferraris. Yep. There's there Ferraris. Yeah, convertible Bentleys. So all all that on the e-commerce, e-commerce site. site. All of that. That is what's at stake here. Excellent. So, um, it's only if only we can get that e-commerce site open. Yeah, unfortunately, it's down right now. If so. Only we knew a technology company, right? <laughs> so, okay, so we're gonna play brand culture trivia. It is best, you know, answer as many answers, put forth as many answers as you can right away. Like if you're gonna say Visa, say Visa, Mastercard, American Express, right? So that way. Even if you're close, you'll name the one that you're looking for. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, just shout shout as many as possible. Yep. Yeah. You don't get penalized for it. I'm okay. going to say a company slogan. You're going to say the brand or product name. For example, just do it. Nike. Nike. Breakfast. <laughs> you gave me that one. <laughs> breakfast of, yeah, breakfast of champions, Wheaties, right? Things like that. So uh, let me see what I can do here. All right, I'll do one that's... That you should get. Okay. You guys are both competing. Oh, God. All right. You're Here going go. down, Mark. Question one. Right, I'm Question one. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, Maybe it's. Wow. That's a what makeup brand. See, females have been tuned. Oh. We have to know. We so have that's to pre-programming. Know the that's programming, right? Yeah. That is cultural bias is what that is. Yeah. It's confirmation bias, as many of my friends would say. Yep. So, okay. Wow. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> I'll, I'll even it out. I'll even it out. <laughs> God. Testosterone back in the room. How's this? The best a man can get. Aqua Velva. Dude, it's not 1950. Nobody uses Aqua Velva. I don't know. Gillette. Wow, that is two to nothing. Is it really Gillette? Yeah, it's Are you, really she's Gillette. just wildly randomly guessed. He just randomly guessed a brand and got it. Well, it's a man's sure brand. That's all I could think was the razors. I'm yeah, like, okay, that's right. razors. That's exactly right. All right, it's two to nothing. This is the point of the episode in which I point out to Mark some basic math, and that is, Mark, <laughs> you had 100,000 times as many points as you have right now, Elise would still be winning because 100,000 times zero is still zero. Get a point on the board, man. That's I didn't even get that. the answer last time. I thought it was English leather. <laughs> yes, it's not English leather because, again, it's not 1950. Mark spent a lot of time with his grandpa. I've spent a lot of time with my grandfather, yes. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Um, hmm. Mercy. <laughs> All right, let me do this one. This is a good one. All right. 
for question three. <laughs> question three. It's really suspenseful. I know, it right? Is. No, I'm really Keeping us on the edge, man. I'm just waiting. This is why we build it up. We build up the tension. Palpable tension in the room. All for freedom, freedom for all. <laughs> all for freedom, freedom for all. Um, the U.S. flag? Good answer. Hey. Come on. Um, freedom, freedom. Airplanes. I'm thinking planes, flying. FFA, the police academy. Boeing. Police. American Airlines. Sting, the police. Stuart Copeland was the drummer. Yes, that's great. Not a brand. <laughs> I don't know where I was. I thought we were just throwing out words. Interesting, interesting facts for five points. <laughs> I thought we were just throwing words the out. The fact that you and I know the police shows how old we are, dude. Yeah, that's old. I love the police. Ah, uh, freedom. Freedom. That was a long time. After the plane. Southwest Airlines. That was like six presidents ago. <laughs> United Airlines. United no, uh, all for freedom, freedom for all. It is a mode of transportation. Air Emirates. The, the railroad train. I like Amtrak. Oh, the track. Amtrak. Like Nordic track. The Express. Yeah, Nordic yeah, yeah, yeah. Bowflex. No. Bowflex. No. no, not Bowflex. Grand Central Station. No, all good answers. All very good answers. All Chevy. Oh, Chevy. It's nope, Chevy. No. Okay, well, I'll, I'll give point. you one hint. Point. It is. <laughs> so you don't get a point. <laughs> Chevy. This is a. Uh, it's a brand that is so culturally significant that people get the, uh, the logo the, tattooed on their body. The secret Chevy. pathway, the tunnel, the Chevy Truman, the. The, the Truman Show. What? I am living was, in a world I do for, not understand. Okay, I don't even... The Freedom... That's it. I'm taking off the Italian the vest. Because I, I'm can you, can you use it in a sentence in the form of a verb? Yes. All for... Um, we are discussing, which is the verb, all for freedom, freedom for all. All for freedom, freedom for all. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to... Carly gonna, Davidson. Oh my gosh, he got it. Really? Good job. Oh. Well, yes. I'm glad I didn't say my full answers because that would have sounded really fucked up. <laughs> what, was, what was your answer going to be? No, no, no. I can't. We'll just, I'll say it after recording. Cause... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All for freedom, freedom for all. Harley Davidson. It's a brand that is so culturally significant. People get Harley Davidson tattooed on their arm. And yet most people, we've actually had people on this podcast that did that owned Harleys, that had tattoos and didn't know that that was the phrase for wow. the. Wow! So the marketing department has done a great job with the cultural aspect and impact, right? But not with their tagline, which is their yeah, official I wouldn't, tagline. Yeah, I didn't know that. Right? All right. All right. It is two to one. Mark, you have redeemed yourself. Thank you for that. Wow. Way to go! I'm really sweating over here. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Ooh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something else. Here's, here's one. It's in the fashion industry. Okay. So, Mark, I you're at a major right disadvantage because I know where you shop. So, <laughs> all right. 
Nobody quality, goes to JCPenney anymore? What? No. Quality never goes out of style. Chanel, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, Hermes. I'm struggling to come up. Yeah, Levi, Wrangler. All of those are way more expensive than this brand. Levi, Wrangler. Yes, Levi. What? <laughs> Mark Mosier, two to Ooh. two. This is, the, this is the first time ever that it's been tied. Damn. I I got Elise. It has nothing to do with you. I'm just surprised he got one. <laughs> like, think about this. He got two, right? A broken clock is still correct twice a day. So <laughs> don't take it offensively. I'm not All right. offended. I'm surprised I got this far, to be honest. I just... no, it's, I, we, are, we are very impressed. All right, let's keep going. Let's keep going. Oh, we're looking, we're, we're looking, we're looking, we're looking. Oh, there's so many good ones. I even have the UK version on here. See, I have a whole team back there. Tony, Tony, how are you, man? Can you do like a UK food? I could do a UK food. Did you live in UK for a while? I lived there for like a, a few months. Yeah, I did. I, I did too. Where did you live? Around London or where? I lived in London and I lived in Shoreditch. Oh, okay. Where's, is Shoreditch down by Isle of Wight or where is Shoreditch? I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> it's so, somewhere. All I know, all I know about the UK is London and Isle of Wight. Anybody that's listening to these episodes knows <laughs> yeah, that I have it. like two points of reference that I just dropped like I am very familiar with. Right, right, right. Yeah, I have no idea. That That's it. I lived in West Kensington for a while. Okay. And, uh, and I would go visit the Isle of Wight. And that's all I know. I, there's probably a million places otherwise. Oh, Dorchester is nearby. That's it. That's all I know. That's enough to know certain brands. In I the sound UK. like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, and I love the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. So. And I love the Beatles. That's gotta be like so <laughs> offensive to everyone in the UK. All they know about us is the freaking Beatles. And that oh my like God! Yes, I, I I officially <laughs> offend people from other countries all the time because we're so geocentric here. In fact, we just had somebody on from the UK. Remember Mark? Um, Beck's beer and she oh, was yeah. and she and she was like she knew I, I was like oh I, I'm in Indianapolis and Mark's in, Mark's in Louisville Kentucky and she's like oh it's just south of Indy and I'm like how do you know that we barely know where you are right like we, like we can barely and she goes the whole world knows about America right America is so geocentric we don't know anything about other we don't know anything about anything. We barely know America. Like you're right? yeah, exactly. like, where's that? Right. I don't even know. Yeah. It's so true. Yeah. Okay, we can, I can get something. What, what, what did you want, Elise? Uh UK what? Food. Beverages? I've got yeah, supermarkets, cars, computer and gaming, high street retailers, miscellaneous, healthcare and cosmetics, drink. I could look at drink. I probably won't get that. <laughs> Okay, I could do it. I could do UK drink. Oh, this is a good one. I don't think you guys are going to get this. This is a UK trivia question. <laughs> and it is a brand that you guys will know when I tell you the answer because I don't think you're going to get it. What's the worst that could happen? That's the slogan. Oh, that's it's, the slogan? It's a drink. And it's a drink that we drink in America all the time. Budweiser. Milk, whiskey. What's the worst that can happen? Can you imagine Orange working juice? this? Nope. <laughs> Milk. Nope. It's a soda. Who's? Oh, Coca-Cola. Soda. Orange Fanta, root beer. Grape drink. Grape drink. Grape drink. Grape drink is not a brand. He said it's a soda. <laughs> grape drink. We always had grape drink in the refrigerator. It said right? grape drink right on it. Grape drink is not a brand. 
What's the worst that could happen? Imagine that's the tagline. It's a terrible slogan for a drink. Tangerine? Nope. All right, I'm going to hold that. It's Dr. Pepper. Isn't that weird? What? Yeah. That's their brand there. Do brands change their slogans depending on the country? Yes, they do. That always confused me because I feel like it tastes different when you go to another country and it's it's different. I agree. Facts. I'm I'm going to give you guys another drink because I like stumping you. (laughs) I'm enjoying this. Um, Probably the best lager in the world. UK version. Budweiser. UK version. UK. Old Malley's. UK. United Kingdom, not St. Louis or Milwaukee. Oh, Little Kings. No. Remember those little bottles, Little Kings? I do. Old Hat. Mickey's. Three Grapes. I remember those. All right, I'm going to hold it. It's Carlsberg. You guys might have gotten it. All right, I'm going to go back to America. Okay, that's probably better. (laughs) Sorry, that was a worst suggestion probably ever. (laughs) I'm going to go back to America and I'm going to sober us up. (laughs) It's a drink, but it's more sobering. Um, Good to the last drop. Pepsi. Tab. No. Fanta. No. Grape Fanta. Coca-Cola. Grape drink. No. (laughs) Sprite. Ginger ale. Nope. Keep going. It's not a soft drink. Oh. oh. Apple juice. Orange juice. Iced tea. <laughs> okay, Elise. I have to lecture you like I lecture Mark. Apple juice, orange juice is not a brand. They're right there with great drink. There's not a company that's like, we have a new launch of orange juice. That's our brand. You know what? In Canada, they have their own brand, and it's just called Brandless, okay? So it literally says on their boxes, juice drink, tomato juice. That's That must be where you know, Mark gets his stuff. Noodles. It's always like grape drink. It's in the aisle next to grape drink. It's right to grape drink. <laughs> Same aisle. Oh my god. All okay. right. Mott, Tropicana. No. I'm calling that. It's Maxwell House coffee. Oh. Oh, oh, oh you coffee. guys are killed. This is the <laughs> longest fucking <laughs> uh, I told you. trivia we've ever done. Killing <laughs> me. All right, I'm gonna give you guys. Here we go. Keep I don't going. Watch Keep TV. Going. I don't know what's going on. Come on. Let's go. All right. Whew. <laughs> Question whatever. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Diamonds are forever. Um, Krieger Jewelers. Nope. Zales. Jared. Jared. Nope. Zales. Zales. <laughs> Mark, you just saying what you <laughs> just right after me. I don't, don't know any jewelry places. <laughs> I don't know any jewelry. Place. I already did it wrong. Why do you repeat it after me? She guesses it. I say it's wrong, and Mark's like, Zales. He's like, I'm like, just said it's wrong. It may be right the second time. It might be right the second time. Diamonds are forever. I'm going to call it Jared's. I already said that. went over that. I don't you know, know anymore. What I liked about one of the last episodes is Mark was right here, so when he would do stuff like that, I could like smack him. <laughs> I can't do that here. He's in another state, thanks uh, to COVID and our coworker. Right. So, 
All right. Uh, Diamonds are forever. The brand name is De Beers. I don't think they have a store here. Obviously, I haven't gotten that ring yet, so I don't know. It's all right. <laughs> you get it. You get it. It breaks up. It's more than a breakup with jewelry. It's very expensive. There's lawyers involved. You know, There's what? lawyers involved, Dave. Someone <laughs> is a little jaded right now. Oh, <laughs> might as well just stop this. Let's just go right into the therapy part. <laughs> all right, here we go. Last question, because somebody better please God get this. The snack that smiles back. Goldfish. Wow, all right. we have a winner. All right. You Whoa. You're welcome. You nailed it. Good job. I am thank God you got it. <laughs> you sound so annoyed right now. <laughs> I God. warned you guys a long time ago. I wasn't gonna be good at this. I oh, didn't have any lash back. That was a good that was a good battle. That was a good fight. Jesus, that was a that was a long ride. That was a good battle. <laughs> Like true that. Italian actually... is coming out of you, David. Yes. Oh, I'm telling you. Can somebody <laughs> answer the question right? Come on, my mother's a meatball for cooking in the back. It's <laughs> getting dry. She really well. Me. She knows she does you. that too well, doesn't she? She knows you. I'm offended. It's 2020. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm offended. Oh, I can't everybody's offended. You, you say such racist things <laughs> on behalf of all Italians and Sicilians. We are truly offended, which I think is impossible <laughs> to do because we can't be offended. I've seen I've seen two of you Sicilians in a room together, and it was like a verbal. Yeah, we are not like easily offended by anything unless somebody kills somebody. <laughs> We'd be like, ah, they got stuff on me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that might offend me. I just got this shirt dry cleaned. Yes, I just got this dry cleaned, and you got blood all over it. Other than that, I'm not that offended. (laughs) All right, so okay, let's get back to it. So, um, so like, what is your, what is your, like, what is your, um, your technical training? Do you have like, do you are you trained as a therapist? Do you like, how do you promote the people to talk about? mental health and things like that. And then when people come to you, what do you do? Do you have groups that you work with? Like you don't have to be a therapist, but do you work with some or something like that? Like how, how, how does that work? Right, right. So I'm not a therapist. I don't try to play one. I am more like alongside of a therapist. So um, I do have like some therapeutic training, but I don't have eight years, you know, so I'm not licensed. Right, of course. Um, So if people come to me and they really need like a therapist help where they might need medication or something like that, I send them to, you know, a a, a therapist that might be in their area. Right. So I try to get them someone close or send them to BetterHelp, which is an online forum where I got my therapist. It's very cost um, cost friendly. What's Um, that? Now, what's that called? What's that called? It's called BetterHelp. Is it BetterHelp? Like help or help? No, better help. help. Like better H-E-L-P, help. Okay, and it's .org or .com? .com. Okay, fantastic. That's good yeah, to know. Yeah, and so, the, yeah, they do a video call with you once a week. Um, and they do financial aid as well. So That's I always send great. people to that. But some people, the, the clients that I mostly work with have already had therapists in the past. You know, they, they, work, um, they work pretty well. But therapy is different than coaching because as a coach, I don't have kind of like all the law behind me of like you have to do things a certain way so I can point out to people okay this is what we need to work on and like push people a little bit and that's really what they need at that point so those are the type of clients that I work with who have already kind of gotten past a lot of like maybe the grieving or you know the very very deep issues and 
just need an extra boost, need to work on things and actually want to take control and responsibility um, because my program, people can solve a lot of their problems in one to two months. Hey everyone, Mark and I are really excited about a special feature we have coming up about the rise and the challenges of this technology transportation company that has literally changed the world. It experienced explosive growth, but had constant controversy, making it one of the most fascinating companies to emerge over the past two decades. The firm, which was founded back in 2009, soon grew to become one of the highest valued private startup companies in the world. And yet its leadership, culture, and business practices have all been called into question, and the brand itself has been under seemingly constant attack. Join us as we explore the rise, the challenges of this technology transportation company. We've all used it and the leaders who are now trying to save it today. Join us as we discuss the rise and fall of Uber Technologies. Right. Oh, that's great. It's very fantastic. What's the, what's the best way, because I want to make sure the listeners have access to you or are able to reach you. What's the best way to reach you? And we'll put all this uh, in the summary show notes uh, with the podcast. But while we're on air, is there, what's the best way that people can get through to you? Um, I'm on basically any social media platform, yeah, but LinkedIn is where say. I'm at most. Yeah, get on the internet. Um, you'll find are you also on uh, Instagram and Facebook and things or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But you, So you can message me either way, but LinkedIn is like where I'll – all of my clients are at all of my content usually. So okay. um, that's great. <clears throat> yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's 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 so good to that's so good to hear. As we wrap up, I know that Mark has a question that he always asks um, our guests that um, I'm going to have him uh, pose to you. But um, we, I promise you, this is not our last conversation, and we will definitely be in touch because uh, you're uh, always welcome here. Mark and I want to take a moment and thank everyone that listens and subscribes to our podcast. It means a lot. We're truly trying to make this one that we ourselves would find interesting and find entertaining. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas for subjects, great brands that have risen and fallen, great case studies, or fantastic guests that you'd like to see, please reach out to us. Brandology Podcast Staff at gmail.com. That's Brandology Podcast Staff at gmail.com. Hey, David, that was another great episode. We tend to post one or two a week. Uh, unfortunately, don't really have a way of wrapping this up. No, uh, no, we really don't have anything formal or fancy or technological. Um, thank you for listening. Please follow and subscribe, turn notifications on so that when we post the next episode, you will be notified of the new content. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Everyone, thanks for listening.